This is an ABC podcast. And welcome back to the World Table Tennis Titles, being held this year in Bunbury, Western Australia. Woo! Scores are tied at two games apiece. Whoever wins the next game will be crowned World Champions. The big question today, will reigning champs Molly and Carl, representing Australia, be able to hold on to their title? Or will the talented underdog French team of Martine and Jean-Pierre rock the competition and serve up a surprise win? The sun is out, the crowd is wild, it's a perfect day for table tennis, or what we recreational players call ping pong. If you're just joining us now, let's take a look at our two championship teams. Representing France, Martine and Jean-Pierre, the Chopper Kids. They've been playing since they were 12 years old, wowing the world with their sophisticated backspin playing style and their polite, friendly manners. Look out! Coming left, coming left! Click shot! Off court, they're shining stars, volunteering every week in a hospital for dementia patients. But on court, do they have what it takes to win the coveted gold trophy? Our next two competitors need almost no introduction. Fluid as water, graceful as gazelles. Number one in the world for five years in a row. Dynamic ping pong duo, Molly and Carl. Watch for the backspin chop. Left hand, backhand. Carl, flip me now. By combining our ping pong skill with our mastery of martial arts, we could revolutionise the game. Here it comes. Quick, flip off my shoulders. Yeah. Shot, Carl. Yeah, come on. They call me King Pong, because I'm the king of Pong. But their story is not without controversy. Carl Smith, hugely talented athlete, real life rat bag. Carl, over here, over here, smile. Yeah, yeah, I'm a raccoon. Ow, I could get you charged with assault, mate. Get out of my face, I'm off the clock and that means I do what I want. Often called the bad boy of Pong, thanks to his wild and eccentric behavior off the court and his hot-headed passion on the court. That's out. No, no, that hit the blue, man. It hit the blue. Carl, chill. It's okay. Who let you be an umpire? This is fishy, stinky codswallop. Another official warning to player Carl Smith. Whoever wins the world championships today, Molly and Carl will be remembered for making table tennis the world's most excellent sport, even excellenter. And play will resume in a few minutes. With scores tied, this final game will be the decider. I can't believe the scores are tied. We are so much better than them. Carl, can you just chill for once? We're in the World Cup final. The whole world is watching. Can't you just set a good example this time? <sighs> Molly, I set a good example of how to win at table tennis. I don't have to be nice about it. Seriously? Of course you do. You're an athlete. People look up to you. I never asked them to look up to me. Today on Short and Curly, 
should we expect great athletes to also be great people? Hello, and today you're listening to... Short. You're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Oh, Carl, I'm so nervous. You'd think by our fifth world championships I'd be more used to this pressure. (laughs) I know what you mean. Do you want to punch my anger pillow? I find screaming into it really helps me chill out. No thanks. That seems unhealthy and unhygienic, so gross. But you know what does help me calm down? Thinking questions. Huh, okay. Now remember, we can pause this podcast for a moment to think about this question. Do you think there's more to sport than just winning? Like, as long as you're not cheating, does it matter how you play the game? Hit pause now. Look, Carl, I don't think you know what a role model actually is. Yes, I do. Role models are very good-looking people, a.k.a. models, who like to roll around in stuff. Oof, this could be harder than I thought. Oh, here's our Brains Trust from Newtown Public School to help you out, buddy. Someone that you look up to and, like, you want to, like, try and be like them. If your role model does something wrong, that could impact you kind of like a leader and kind of has an authority to them. It's usually somebody that's older than you. I think someone who's a role model is like a leader to you and you kind of follow what they're doing. So if they do something silly, you will do something silly. Or if they do something kind, you will do something kind. Please be seated. Play resumes in two minutes. The teams are just conferring with their coaches. Here are my world champions. How are my star athletes going? Coach Matt! Hey, you two. Wait, why are you wearing so many sweatbands on your head and wrists and legs? You aren't even playing. Oh, no reason. I just, I just think they look really cool. And? And because I'm, I'm nervous for you both, and when I get nervous, I, uh, I sweat a lot. There it is. So, Coach, any final words before we head out there? Actually, yeah, I've got a few words for you, Carl. You fought for five years to be the best, to win every match. But have you ever wondered if there's more to sport than just, you know, winning? Uh, more than winning? You're our coach. We literally pay you to help us win. Actually, we don't pay him at all. And he's not even our official coach. He just kind of showed up one day. Yeah, that makes more sense. But he's got a point, Carl. All the arguing and yelling. I'm worried you're not playing the game with the right spirit. It doesn't feel like you're being a good sport. A good sport. What does that even mean? That you're good at sport? Aha! Great question, Carl. To explore what it means to be a good sport, we need to go back in time. A long way back. All the way back to ancient Greece. Oh, I'm very torn right now. I do love a history lesson, but we also have, like, two minutes before the match starts, so could we maybe... um... In ancient Greece... Yeah, okay. ...people believed that sport, exercise and training the body 
were really about developing a fit and healthy soul. Basically, they thought sport could help us become good people. But how does sport help make you a good person? I mean, it's clearly not working on Carl. <laughs> yeah, five-time world champion right here. The Greeks thought that part of being a good person was being able to overcome challenges in life and work hard for things that are really important. So sport was kind of like practice for the real challenges we face in life, whether that's working hard at our studies or fighting in a war or being patient with annoying friends and family. Or annoying coaches who give philosophy speeches during big matches, am I right? Ignoring you. For the Greeks, when we play sport, we're not trying to beat our opponent. We're trying to conquer ourselves. Someone with the discipline, the focus and the skill to be a world champion might have the kind of life skills or virtues that we all need to live well. Maybe that's what sport is really about. Yeah, that's, that's loser talk, Matt. Philosophy talk is never loser talk, Carl. So are you saying that someone who wins a lot but isn't necessarily a great person isn't actually a good athlete? That's a really good question, and we should talk about that later. But now, team, it's time to get back out there. Good luck. I hope you win, and win well. Attention, players. Pick up your paddles. Let's welcome our players back onto the court. The mood is electric. The crowd is watching with bated breath. And it's Molly Daniels to serve. She raises her paddle. Here we go, folks. Yeah! Coming left. Oh. Great shot. Karate pig bog chop. Weeha! Throw me in the air like I'm a cheerleader. Ignore the flicks. It's all just a cheap trick. Oui, oui, Martin. And a backflip. Whoop. Oh my word, what a return from Carl Smith! He dived to the floor and did the worm! Now wait, there appears to be a disagreement. Overruled, the point goes to France. You gotta be kidding me, come on! I'll ask you again not to argue with my decision, Mr Smith. What? It didn't touch the ground first, I totally got that. Cool it, Carl! The world's watching. Yeah. I know the world's watching. They're watching this umpire ruin the game. I made that shot. It was awesome, and we deserve that point. This is a joke. It seems Carl Smith has stormed off the court. Yeah, I can't believe we'll have it. We'll to take a short break, folks. We'll be right back. I hope. Carl, wait up. Stop. I am so mad. Where's my anger pillow? What an idiot. Carl... The decision's been made and the umpire's word is final, so let's just put it aside, okay? Besides, you're really making a scene for the impressionable young fans watching at home. I don't care. This is who I am. People can deal with it. I never asked to be a role model anyway. You know, Carl does have a point. Oh, good, Matt's here. What? You're siding with him? Why? Here's a question. Why do we look up to professional athletes at all? Who said being good at ping pong makes you a good role model that kids should look up to? Well, uh, I clearly don't know. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why we look up to athletes, but I don't think it really matters. 
The point is, lots of people, kids especially, do look up to athletes in their favourite sports. You know, there was an interesting argument about this between some basketballers in the USA. A famous basketball player named Charles Barkley once said, I am not a role model. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. Yep, sounds like a man who knows what he's talking about. Actually, Carl, lots of athletes today are paid to be role models. It's even in their contract that they have to behave well on and off the court. Well, I never signed a contract that tells me how I have to act, so this role model stuff doesn't apply to me. Well, I'm not sure about that. In real life, we have lots of responsibilities that we don't sign up for, like being nice to our siblings. These responsibilities don't go away just because we don't like them or we never signed a contract. Mm, I guess. So maybe it's the same for athletes being role models. Whether or not they want kids to look up to them isn't the point. The point is kids do look up to them, and that puts a responsibility on the athlete to set a good example. But that's such a big burden to dump on someone just because they're good at sport. It is a pretty big burden, especially because people do tend to be extra harsh on athletes when they're not perfect. That's a good point, Molly. If we're saying athletes have to be role models whether or not they want to be, we should at least be understanding when they stuff up. Nobody taught them to be role models. They're learning as they go, like all of us. Plus, a lot of athletes, like myself, are really young. We're still figuring ourselves out, so we're not going to be perfect. Actually, that's a great point too. We should take a second to think about it more with another question. Okay. Fire away, Matt. Okay, here goes. Imagine if every school kid was judged every time their behaviour wasn't perfect. You're still figuring out what's good and bad, what's right and wrong. And every time you make a mistake, there are newspaper articles, angry fans, and someone wants you to get fired. Once you've imagined all that, here's what we want you to think about. How would it affect your life to live under that much pressure. Hit pause now. Okay, Carl, ready to win another world championship? Heck yeah, and I'll try not to lose my cool out there. But I understand if you do, no one's perfect. Okay, let's play hard but fair. Show the kids how to be great role models and show that gosh darn umpire what's what. Oh, Carl. I I mean, let's just play it real cool out there. It looks like Molly and Carl are returning to centre court. I hope you're all ready for some world-class ping pong. It's a tense moment. If France wins this next point, they take the world championships for the first time. Carl to serve. Uh, fly over pass. Yeah! Set up for the dribble jump. Carl, right arm backhand, crossover. Momo, pirouette into left hand, drop shot. Take some of that spin off. Get him, Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Okay, I'm coming right, I, I mean left. 
Wait, what? No! No! The ball was in. France wins. Great shot. Ah oui, merci. And that's it. France has done it. This year's table tennis world title goes to France. Carl, it was a game of two halves, but in the end, the better team won. Yeah, look, we gave 110%. What more can we do? Oh, I gotta start by thanking the fans. You guys motivate me. Also, the big man upstairs, Larry, the roof maintenance guy. What a legend. Yeah, thanks, Larry. And we want to thank everyone involved in our table tennis success. It's coaches like Kyla Slavin and Justine Kelly. Not to mention our brains trust. That's Oliver, Freya, Maggie, Arun, Heath and Mally from Newtown Public School in Sydney. They really kept us inspired out there on the blue today. Thanks, guys. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you know, thanks also to our voice actors today. That's people like Ren and Sam Dalgano, our French players. And paparazzi Matt Smith, umpire Tegan Taylor, and of course, our fabulous MC today, Jacinta Parsons. Oh, thank you so much, legends. And actually, last of all, my amazing partner, Molly. Oh, oh my gosh, you just... You just inspire me every moment, Molly. No, Carl, look at me. Look at me in the eyes right now. You inspire me. I swear to God, you inspire me, Carl. Hey, players, you really need to leave the court. The under-12 Zumba class is beginning in five minutes. Please, please leave. Go away. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. And before you go, don't forget we made another show about sport a while ago, in case you haven't heard it. It's about the ethics of mind games on the sporting field. And it's all set around a game of backyard cricket. I wonder what could go wrong. Just search up mind games and short and curly.